Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for a brand new month. It is Monday, August 1st, year of science 2022. Science! All health science. It is right to give science thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be here with us on The Ralph Report on a Monday. I'm sorry. You didn't do the Wilhelm scream with August. Oh, fuck. Because it's August now. I (laughs) forgot that used to be a thing. It's a thing. All right. Okay. One month a year. Okay. All right. Let's try that again. (laughs) It is Monday. (laughs) Guest first. There we go. So much better. Year of science. Yeah, all health science. Science! I was so wrapped up in it being a Monday <laughs> that I forgot it was ah! Gust. There you go. There we go. All better. Oh, so much better. <laughs> Welcome, boys and girls. I know it's a Monday. Nobody is sadder about this Monday than I am after my little oh. getaway weekend. It was so lovely. And then I sat down in front of my computer and I said, I am a gerbil on a wheel. And I was out of the cage. For a minute, and then the hand of my owner grabbed me by the scruff and put me back on my wheel, and I just started just spinning again. So uh, we'll all get through this day together better because we are family here at the Garmy, and we got a hell of a show lined up for you. Me, I'm your old podcast gerbil. My name is Ralph Garman. He's got a motherfucking Mustang, and he drove to the beach. Sitting here in the Batcave with me is the Rear Admiral himself, the Sheriff of Ghost Town, the Mayor of Myrtle, the man who whose hope springs eternal, so much so he's wearing a Washington Commies t-shirt Commanders. today. Commanders. Commies. Training camp started. Yeah. Getting close. It is... Holy God, holy God. A.K.A. Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Sorry, the audience was a little late there. It's a Monday for them, too. Yo, ho, Eddie. How was your weekend, Eddie Pence? It wasn't bad. Oh, not bad. That doesn't sound good. I mean, it was kind of uneventful. I I took Cole and we saw that Super Super Pets Pets. Super Pets movie. DC Super Uh, Pets. We enjoyed it. Uh, I I think I I, I pulled some sort of muscle in my chest because I felt like watching a movie. Sneezing, were you, were you, sneezing. Were you grabbing the popcorn extra sneezing. tight? Was there some scary well, scenes? I was, there? It was a back reach, and I pulled a muscle. My, no, I don't know what it is. Like Friday, I, th- I, th- I thought I was having a heart attack. Oh, Christ. I've been but, there. And then I was like, okay, I can't be having a heart attack. No, you could. No, sure, I can't. Sure, you could. I'm in denial about it. Sure, you I'm could. I'm like, it, it feels, this feels weird. It just and Because I, I, I wasn't, I tried to stretch my chest out a little bit. And uh-huh. then as it, the pain got... <laughs> It's we. It's a weird pain. It, it didn't feel like what I thought a heart attack would feel like. Mm. It was just all over my chest. Oh, and it, but it felt like a muscle pull. Uh-huh. So I think I don't think it's what a heart attack is. I'm still here. I didn't have a heart attack. So well, you could have had one. I assume and just it's not lived a heart through attack. it. Not all heart attacks are I lethal. Yeah, it could have been a little tiny one. They're not but, fatal, but it's still sore. But it feels like it just feels like I. I don't know. Like my sternum's bruised. I don't know what that is. And you did it sneezing, you think? Well, no, it was sore before that. And then I sneezed, and then the whole thing just sort of like contracted. My whole chest just contracted. I'm like, oh, that really hurts. Huh. I don't know what it is. Who well, knows? well, good thing you didn't go to a doctor to get that no, checked out. No, uh-uh. You don't need to do that. Jesus. If you die here during the show, <laughs> it's gonna be great for ratings. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You'll I'll, die on air. I'll just post that. The only podcast you'll listen to where a guy actually dies. <laughs> Then what do we do for an encore? Well, then you got to change that number on the wall about no accidents at work today. (laughs) I guess so. Back down to zero. Well, you know, not all heart attacks feel the same, Eddie Pence. There's a lot of different sensations you can get with one. I was looking up 
thing. I, I wasn't having arm like pain down my left arm. Again, not always a, a symptom. There's many different symptoms. I, I don't. I, I guess you know maybe I should get it checked out. Well, if it continues, I well, certainly would. If it continues, I mean, it's gotten less and less and less. It feels like a muscle pull that's getting better. Huh. It's just very strange. Were you, were you lifting recently at all? I mean, I lift, I work With out. Your massive weights? I work out every day, so it could have been oh, something sure along that line. Yeah, you so, don't get that body just by sitting right. around the house. No, this is this is not, God did not make this body, I did. Well, I'm uh, I'm sorry to hear you're playing hurt, but yeah, I hope it's know, nothing. It's all right, I think it's okay. It'll be all right. Strange to have a sternum pull, though. Was a, yeah, it's really weird. Very weird. I even feel mm. it now as I try to stretch back. It's very mm. tight. Could you have a rib out? Maybe. Maybe. Sometimes you, when you have a rib out in your back, it uh, it could be something get, like that. Uh, a referential pain, I guess yeah, they it call could it. Be up something to the like front. that. It's all connected. It is all connected. So, just like all of us on this planet, <laughs> one big blue so, marble in space. Yeah, that was my weekend. Wow. So, oh, and the dishwasher's not drying. Oh, the boy. new dishwasher. Here we go again. You open it up, dishwasher. and it, everything's dripping wet. So now you have to dry the dishes. I'm like, well, that's not acceptable. Oh no. I, I know how you feel about doing any sort of dish-related no. activities if it whatsoever. Says, if it says it's supposed to dry them, it should dry them. So I should take it out. They should be nice, warm, and dry. So we have to... Eddie, what have you done for me lately? So did you call uh, Sparky, your well, handyman? Well, we, we it didn't do it after the first wash. So we sent him an email, and then the company sent back a copy and pasted, like, did you read the instruction? Like this instruction thing from their from their how to do it manual. Hmm, that might be a good idea. I'm like, I know how to fucking work a dishwasher, dude. Calm down with the attitude. It's, it's basically what I was saying back to them. It's new. Maybe you don't know how to work it's, it. I know how to work it. So I had today or yesterday, I took a video of me starting the wash with the heat thing button pushed, so people can see, so that people can see, uh -huh. and then. I waited for the second to be done, and I opened it up, and I videotaped how wet it was inside. Oh, you so, brought receipts. Oh, yeah, I got video proof, man, man. They're going down. I'm coming hard. This will never stand up in court <laughs> when you sue them for I think wet I, dishes. I think I just left them a time code with I'm coming hard. Oh, my God. There you go. Well. So, it wasn't as good as a weekend as what you probably had. You know, I got to say, I can't remember the, the last time I had a weekend this fun. That's awesome. Thanks again to Garmy member Andrea Larkin who made the whole thing possible. And it just, it just reinforced something that it crosses my mind from time to time. Living here in Southern California, we are remarkably lucky to live in this part of the country mm -hmm. for a great number of reasons. And yes, it has its flaws. Don't get me wrong. No place is perfect. But a mere half an hour away from where we sit right now, I was down there at the beach in Santa Monica and... Uh, Andrea hooked me up with a hotel called Shutters on the Beach there in Santa Monica. And it's a nice place. It is a place that I've never been to. You've never been to Shutters? No. Wow, even I've been to Shutters. I, I, um, I don't travel in those kind of circles. <laughs> this is a high-end <laughs> resort literally located right on the beach there in Santa Monica. And I've driven past many times. Hell, I used to work in the Santa Monica, Venice area for many years when I was back in my bartending days. So I'm familiar with the hood but I have just never had a reason to dine there and certainly never had a reason to stay there. Yeah. So Andrea reached out when I was mentioning, I just need some beach time. She said, let me see if I can help you out. And boy, she took care of us. Liv and I went down Friday and uh, it was, I walked into the place and it's like you're in a different city. It's, it's like you're in a different country. It's It's just service was excellent and the beach was right there and it's just gorgeous and the staff could not have been more attentive and the service could not have been any better and it was just it just felt like i was my whole body unclenched like a fist for two days it's a good staycation it really was because it didn't feel like a staycation literally when you walk through the doors of this place you feel like you're in somewhere you know, else some some fancy island retreat or something how long are you there two nights just two days and two nights and the the other upside is you are mere steps away from the santa monica pier yeah. which again is just an enormously fun place that i haven't been to in years not since olivia was really a little little kid mm -hmm. and i kept thinking it's half an hour away. How could I not take advantage of this more often? So we went down the beach and we played in the surf and we looked for shells. And then we were at the pool all day playing in this gorgeous pool. We had amazing meals. The restaurants there were ridiculous. And then we walked down to Pacific Park 
went on all the rides and we played all the games and I won my kids some uh, stuffed animals. It was just one of those perfect, perfect weekends. I was so sad when it was over, but uh, it was, uh, again, they couldn't have been nicer. I got to the room. There was a bottle of Jack Daniels waiting for oh, me. Oh, look at that. It was, it was like the Make-A-Wish <laughs> Foundation. I wanted you to call- You split it? I wanted to call my doctor and say, well, they had cook, milk and cookies oh, for good. her. So I wanted to call my doctor to see if maybe the tests had come back and things weren't looking good. And somebody had, you know, made a wish with the foundation and said, well, let's give him a good send off and he can have a good weekend. But just top to bottom, just a remarkable, remarkable trip. And uh, I, I posted a couple of pictures there on social media. Maybe you guys saw it. Just, you know, again, I, you know me, I, I've been bemoaning and sort of uh, grieving the uh, the loss of my little girl. She grows up into this preteen. And you fear sometimes as a parent that you're losing some basic connection with your kid, you know, because when they're little, they depend on you so much. And as they get older and get more independent, yeah. they're much more into time with their friends and hanging out. And especially girls, I think at that age, they get very social and they like to just chat with their friends on FaceTime or whatever. And you see less and less of them in concentrated chunks. So to have that weekend with her was just awesome. And we reconnected and we talked up a storm and we laughed and it was just a blast. Nice. So. Thanks to uh, Andrea again for for making that happen for for me, but also for my kid because uh, they had a little uh, um, gift basket for her that oh. had stuff in it for her, and uh, it was just it was really really charming, and uh, I can't say enough. So if you're ever in the Southern California area and you find yourself near the Santa Monica area, Shutters on the Beach is the name of the place, and you'll feel like uh, you're being spoiled like a king. I'm telling you, it's just tremendous. So, yeah, good weekend. Good weekend was had by me and Liv, and now we're back to the work week. Speaking of uh, Pacific Park, which is sort of like a little amusement park they have on the um, on the pier there. By the way, we were on the bumper cars about a dozen times. <laughs> you have whiplash? My kid's favorite thing was the bumper cars. <laughs> and <laughs> but I tell you, by, and I being facetious, of course, but we literally went on three or four times. By the fourth time, I was like, okay, I think... Uh, <laughs> I think we can go do something else. And she also loves the scrambler ride where I sit on the outside of the car oh, and the fuck thing the scrambler. whips you around. I hate the scrambler. And my kid comes sliding all the way across the uh, seat and smashes into me on the other side. Uh, that, was a, that was a two or three or, as well. Um, but my, on my mother's side, I think my great grand uncle or whatever invented the bumper cars. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. So every time I'm around the bumper car, yeah. I make a... Big you stink you, you tell it. people about because it. Yeah. I, it's, it's, thank, you're welcome, basically, is what I say to everyone waiting in line. You're welcome for you're the welcome bumper for the cars. Bumper. Yeah, is... But he invented those that had the wire connected up to the electric, the electric grid, or whatever, grid yeah. which they don't seem to do anymore. But these at the Pacific Park were uh, hand-operated, not like you know, crank them or anything, but you had these two joysticks that controlled how you sp spin around okay. and big inflatable sort of uh, inner tubes on the outside. Well, that's a big of, bounce. Instead of those hard right. rubber uh, bounce bumpers. Out of it, yeah. So we were just bouncing all over the place and having a blast. <laughs> but the reason I bring it up is because we had a great time at this theme park, which made me think of you over the weekend as stories started to roll in at what now people are calling the Park of Death. Your favorite amusement park, Knott's Berry Farm, once again in the news. If people aren't just uh, gouging each other with weapons and pitchforks and leaving trails of blood around the park, <sighs> apparently there's something called the Calico Mine Ride. Are you yes, familiar with the Calico I Mine Ride? I literally just rode that ride two weeks ago when well, I was there. you took your life in your hands, apparently, when you did it. Because I don't know if folks saw the news or not. I, judging from my inbox, a lot of people saw the yeah, news. Yeah, I didn't hear a thing about it. Really? Just, no. Just shocking. missed you completely, I huh? I thought somebody would attack me in it. The Calico Mine Ride, which is a beloved attraction, it says in this article, uh, it takes you through like a tunnel. It's yeah, I think like, it's, it's like a gold mine or it's something. It's one of the original rides in the park, I believe. Mm, well, and, maybe time to, to update. And it takes you through like what the old like Calico mining mines must have been like, the gold mines or whatever they mined for back then. Mm. It's a, it, The thing is, it's, a, it's such a slow ride. It's like maybe five miles an hour. It is so slow. Huh. The fact that it would go off the rails. Oh, is, is this the one I saw in Steve's video? Where like it had like robot miners and stuff? Yes, like animatronic. that's the one. Oh, my God. That's the one. It looked like watching paint dry, that it's ride. It's so slow. Well, so slow. Well, for those who didn't see the news, the Calico Mine Ride derailed. 
don't even know how it in would In the derail. middle of the day, around 3 p.m., <laughs> and I guess the reason it's so slow is the reason no one was reportedly hurt or injured at the time. But that place is just, don't go there anymore, Eddie, is what I'm no, saying. No, I have to. It's, it's, it's a cauldron no, of death. I like going. It's a steaming cauldron it's of death. It's a rush, man. It's like, wait, am I having a heart attack? Am I not? It's a rush. You, you, you don't know. <laughs> live on the edge. You. If we go to shutters and relax. I'll live a stressful life. No one was hurt in this particular incident. However, the popular Calico Railroad line is responsible for one death in the recent past. Oh, really? 1996, it says here. Okay. A, a, a worker was operating the Calico Road, road what the hell's it called? Mine, mine ride. Mine ride. Killed <laughs> when he was crushed between two passenger cars on the ride. Ooh, they came together, ouch. crushed, and killed him. That had to be a slow death. So it is <laughs> such a slow ride. The ride of death is now what they're going to be calling it at Knott's <laughs> Death Farm. Oh. So slow. Knott's not Bury. Knott's Bury Farm. Bury Farm. Bury. As in bury you into the ground six feet under. <laughs> Don't go there anymore. I still have a couple free passes if no. you want to go. Okay. No. Okay. I'll, I'll take the places where people don't die <laughs> and things don't derail. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, quick reminder, before we get to today's show, you still have time to donate, if you like, to uh, a veterans organization of your choice. Tomorrow, we will be doing the uh, raffle and letting everyone know who wins Eddie's latest piece of artwork. And I think it's one of his best, quite frankly. <laughs> it is me in a toga, sporting a boner, holding a uh, squirting dildo over my head as if I was at a Roman uh, toga right. orgy. And large hairy balls. And large hairy balls. Yeah. So that can be yours if you if you have a chance to donate uh, do so. It's pretty great. Before noon today. Uh, today's show, kids. Because on the counter, you want to know why? It is top drawer. Wouldn't want to start off a, a, a brand new ah! guest show <laughs> by not giving you uh, everything we got. It is, of course, Munchin Monday. Ugh. I'm going to change Eddie's life for the better, as if I haven't for years now. Oh, my God. But today, especially. I'm going to give him the gift that will keep on giving forever. His very first coffee milkshake. I can't imagine. It's oh, man. And I'm using my own special recipe. It's oh, just going to be top be notch. And be hot ass. I will accept your apology in writing. I tell you right now. tomorrow, <laughs> close of business. If it tastes anything like coffee... I'm not going to like it. I'm telling you I do that not when like the prepared, coffee is one of the great flavors it is in mankind. Not. It Just is ass human personified. Human have been drinking it, it and loving it for water. hundreds of years because it's of its wondrous flavor and, and no. qualities. No, it's not true. So we'll be getting it's to awful. that later on today. Uh, we've got, what else we got? Entertainment news, of course. We got uh, so much show going on that you're going to say, hell's bells, yeah? Did I do this guy? Because on the counter, you want to know why? You did. Okay. Well, I did him again. <laughs> you're going to love today's show. Doc guarantee. So let's get right to you guys. Garmy members, we love it when you reach out to us. So many ways you can do it. How How's that, Ralph, you may be asking? Well, let me tell you. You can write us an email, ralph at theralphreport.com, like many people did, to tell me about the... Ride of death at Knott's Berry Farm. You can reach Eddie at eddie at theralphreport.com or Steve at steve at theralphreport.com. Still, fingers crossed, Steve will be back with us this week. We're not quite sure yet, but we're certainly hoping because a lot of people are missing him, yeah. and uh, I am Hang in there, first, Steve. first in line. Um, you can find us on social media, or you can do what a lot of folks like to do, Leave a voicemail message on the Ralph Report hotline. It is available to you at your convenience, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All I got to do is dial it up, one 833 That's right. Then I listen to each and every one of the voicemails you leave, and I grab a handful that catch my ear, and we put them here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. First up, because it's a Monday, we'd like to start the week off with a joke because we know how hard it is to get into the swing of things. Here is Ben with today's Mirthful Monday joke. Hey, Ralph and Eddie, Steve, 
This is Ben from Atlanta with another joke for Mirthful Monday. What do you... Oh, wait. All right, take two. <laughs> what did the papers read when the psychic little person escaped from prison? I don't know. What? Small, medium, at large. Eh? 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 LMB. LMB. Small, medium, at large. Small, medium, at large. See, Eddie, because a little person, by definition, is the small. Yes. But here's where the joke gets clever. Psychics. Because psychic, sometimes another word for psychic, would be a medium. Right, medium. Someone who is able to be the go-between between the spirit world and the the physical world. medium. But medium is also a size reference, right. especially when it comes to, like, say, clothing. Right. And then when you leave prison, yeah, you're, you're, you're at large. Prison, you're at large. Yes. So small it's medium. small, medium, at large. At large, yes. And yeah, totally got that's it. where the humor, because the, the duality I, of those I, words. I, I understand. I don't think you get I it, but it when he said I'll it. explain it to you after the show. It'll, Please be, it'll be fine. Uh, apologies and corrections. Always, always. <laughs> I can't believe I did it again. Mm. Hey, Ralph. Jason Forstar from Maine. Maine, yeah. Mm. Maine. Listening to Friday's show. Uh-huh. Maine, Maine. is M-E, mm-hmm. not M-A. Sure. M-A is Massachusetts. Sure is. Have a good weekend. Sure is. Love you, mean it, bye. Sure is. Yeah. Those, uh, those M states. They get really, uh, they're really they're, fucking they're, tight they're, ass about that shit. Well, I can understand that. If someone said, oh, you know, Pennsylvania, PV, I would go, Wait, hold the phone. That's that's really? incorrect on so care? many levels. Like if someone said California, CF, I'm like, well, whatever, fuck it. I, I think I would that's, have to I wouldn't put, give a shit. put my foot in the ground I and don't think I would make a, a move. <laughs> but those M states, they're tricky. And they're yet tricky. you'd think, given our disastrous history right. with the abbreviations of the M states, right. It would have stuck. But it's still, I mean, M, Maine, M-E, get it. That's the last letter. Right. right. Massachusetts is M-A. M-A, because M-S is taken for, because that's Missouri, right? Or is no, what? M-O Missouri. is Missouri. Oh, M-O. What's M-S? Is it not it's an a M-O? horrible Mississippi. disease. Mississippi. It's a horrible it, it disease. It is an awful, awful disease. Yes. Mississippi. Or is that M-I? It's no, fucking. M-I is Michigan. Okay, so M-S is Mississippi. Is it? Yeah, it'd have to be. All right. It can't be M-P. Okay. Yeah, I'm M-I. There's no, only M- I's and S's M-S, left. M-S, okay. <laughs> Who gives See, a shit? See, here's the thing, too. When I was a kid and we learned <laughs> the abbreviations of the states, yeah. we used to learn them with the four-letter abbreviations. Yeah, that's easy. Easier. So Mississippi was M-I-S-S. Yeah, miss. Right. And Minnesota was M-I-N-N. Michigan was Mitch. Yeah. M-I-C-H. Exactly. So I'm a product of my environment. <laughs> Can't help it. I'm a bad egg. I was schooled by the Philadelphia public school system. Yeah, you just need to get woke. That's your yeah, problem. That's my problem. So sorry, Maine. We did it again. I apologize. From time to time, people will call in with suggestions of things you can catch on the streaming services in a segment we call, Hey, what you watching? Hey, what you watching? So what the what you watching? What you watching? What the what the what you watching? What you watching? Hey, Ralph, it's Tony, two-star from Cincinnati, and I know you're not one for self-promotion, but I just happen to have found a little movie on Amazon Prime, so it's free for most of us, and it's called Starring Adam West, and I noticed you were a producer on it, and so I watched the film, which was very, very moving for me because, you know, as a 54-year-old male, I grew up with Adam West as my Batman as well. And so I know you're not one for self-promotion, but I think people should probably check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. doesn't cost you anything. Just go watch the show. It was really good. Thanks, Ralph. That was great. Thank you, Tony, for bringing it up. I did mention it quite a bit when we originally made it. As yeah. you can tell, it was uh, made late in Adam's life before he passed. So now it's at least a couple years old. But I was a producer on it. I'm also in it. And it was largely a pet project of Adam's son-in-law, my buddy James Tooley, who um, pretty much documented our process in getting Adam his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. But around that, it is a a love letter to Adam's life and his career and sort of documents uh, his whole story. And it is a good watch. So if you've never seen Starring Adam West is the name of it over there on Amazon. And I think Tony's right. I think it's offered up for free now. So you can go check that out. Speaking of shameless self-promotion, Maggie called in. 
Hey, Ralph. It's Maggie, your friendly three-star in Everett, Colin. Um, I've lost my voice, which is why I hope I sound lower and sexier. But mm-hmm. who knows? Anyways, I am watching, I just started uh, the newest Hollywood Babylon on YouTube, and the commercial for the Ralph Report was playing. And I've seen it before, but that thing is fucking hysterical. Like, the, the whole part where you're like, wait, this is gasoline, right? Shit. That shit cracks me up. Um, and this is genuine, too. I don't know if my voice is conveying that. Ugh. Anyways, um, do you have any stories to tell us about, like, the making of that and when you made it and who the other people in the commercial are? Because it's a goddamn riot. And I love it. Anyways, I love you. I mean it. Bye. Thank you, Maggie. I forgot about that commercial. That must be three years old now. I think you started making them right when I jumped on. So it was like almost four, I think. Wow. Uh, I should probably post those for folks who haven't seen them. They are enormously fun. When we were trying to promote the show early on, we decided to do some uh, commercial video spots. And it was all done thanks to the genius of Josh Roush. And if you are a fan of Hollywood Babylon, you know that name because Dr. Josh is the guy who does the sights and sounds for Hollywood Babylon. He's also a very talented filmmaker, and he set it all up one day with a green screen, and we shot a bunch of different commercials with me as a a doctor. uh, I forget his name now, but he was an ear doctor and pretty much telling you the best thing you can stick in your ears is the Ralph Report. Mm -hmm. And we we made it like one of those cheesy, uh, you know, like Crazy Gideon or Crazy Eddie commercials back east. And we had a blast with it. But it's uh, Josh Rouse, his lovely wife, Liv, uh, was also in those. Kevin Smith did one with us. So I'll probably post those because I don't think anyone's seen them in a while. There's probably a lot of people who have never seen that stuff. So we'll put them up on via Patreon. Uh, And lastly, we like to play upbeat music for you every episode because we know it makes your day a little bit brighter. We call these our happy hits. Congratulations to John, especially after the weekend I had this weekend. This really moved me. Hi, Ralph and Eddie. This is John, two-star general from Whittier, California. I'm calling to request a happy hit, not only because my wife and I recently celebrated the birth of our first child, but because we finally get to bring him home from the NICU. His name is Evan Jack, and I know, as you know, as a fellow dad who's had some experience in NICU, that it's every parent's worst nightmare. So I know you don't do birthday shout-outs, so instead I wanted to request a song my wife, Melissa, would sing to him to sleep while we were at the hospital with my happy hit. It's called I Will by the Beatles. Uh. Thanks, Ralph. Love you, mean it. Bye. Congratulations, you guys. No better feeling than bringing your baby home from the NICU. It is a torturous experience. And I'm here to report that 12 years from now, you're going to be saying, where the hell did that little baby go? It goes by so quick. Too fast. So here's to you and your family. Congratulations on having a healthy baby coming home. The Beatles, happy hit, I will. Who knows how long I've loved you. You know. everybody who called in today you too can be featured in the garmy on the line segment but in order for that to happen you gotta call me
Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Now it's time for us to take a look in the rear view mirror and find out what happened on this day, August 1st, in history. Ralph's about to solve another mystery Like is today the day some dude invented Listerine Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp So grant our wishes, please And tell us what went down this day in history On this day in 1774, English chemist Joseph Priestley discovered oxygen Boom Wait, we didn't have oxygen before then? <sighs> That doesn't make sense. Of course, we, it was oxygen. We had it. He just, what is this? And he named it. But no one could identify it. Mm. He was able to identify it. Right. Okay. He discovered 10 new gases, including oxygen, in 1774. Because yeah. he was able to isolate it into its gaseous form oh. and identify it. Okay. Before, it was just all mixed up in the air with everything else. Uh-huh. But he isolated oxygen and said, this is it. Okay. And people are like, yeah, no shit. Right? Oh, They're like, of course, that's oxygen. What if, hey, you know, <laughs> when you have your heart attack that you're currently having, you'll probably need oxygen. Yeah. And if it wasn't for, uh, I almost said Jason Priestley. <laughs> Jason Priestley. <laughs> it wasn't Priestley. for the star of Beverly Hills 90210, Jason Priestley, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to put oxygen into a tank. Pure right. oxygen wouldn't exist. It'd just be whatever air is floating around. And it wouldn't be enough. You need pure oxygen. Because your heart is seizing on you. So thank him. 1780 on this day, Sweden declared its neutrality. Okay. We don't want no problems with nobody. So we're just going to stay here by ourselves and nobody bother us. So we won't bother you. I get it. But at some point you have to pick a side. Not if you're Sweden. At some point. Not if you're Switzerland. Against fascism. All the Nazis. All the SWA countries. They just like to be... You leave us alone, we'll leave you alone. But you won't be left alone once a bad side takes over. They come for you at some point. If I was Sweden and I was just chock full of hot blondes and fondue and skiing. Yeah, you're living it up. I, I, it's I, like Eden. But I, I, Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to get messed up on anybody else's problems point, either. Just leave us be because we got it pretty good here. Had the Third Reich won, they would have gone in there and take, and that would have been part of them. They would have taken you over. At no. some point, you have to pick They would just side. lock the doors and turn off the lights, and the Nazis would have thought they weren't home. Go away. New birth is here in Sweden. <laughs> 1785, Carolyn Herschel became the very first woman to discover a comet. Okay. Is good. that okay? That she, I mean, she looked she into a t telescope and saw the comet, but first woman to do that, good job. You're a guy who can't dry his own dishes. I don't want to hear about discovering oxygen. I can oxygen dry my own comets. dishes, but when I have a machine that's supposed to dry the dishes, then that machine should dry the dishes. 1793, France became the very first country in the world to use the metric system. Thanks a lot, France. <laughs> Fucked it up for all of us. Well, no, maybe we should all just do it. Uh, right? They tried that. When I was a kid in elementary school, like, okay, we're switching over, so everyone has to learn the metric system because soon America's going to be following the metric system. How'd that work out? Not well, because we don't want to follow anything. Because it wasn't for France, we wouldn't have to. It's divisible by, what, 10? I mean, it makes the most sense. The very first metric weight, by the way, the kilogram, introduced mm -hmm. by France on this day in 1793. That's how you measure your drugs. That's true. So That's how that's I, order. Then, right? I order by the kilo. You don't go ounces. No, I don't. Uh, here's what we were busy doing in the 1700s yeah. while France is all busy inventing new ways away and shit. Mm -hmm. Today was the day of the whiskey rebellion in Pennsylvania. Oh, what happened? Goddamn right. Uh, distillers and farmers in Pennsylvania rose up against the federal government because they dared to put a tax on our whiskey. Why wouldn't they want to tax the whiskey? Don't tax our whiskey. I don't want to pay more for my whiskey. But it's got to have a tax on it. It doesn't have to. And that was the whole point of the whiskey rebellion. Keep your stinking hands off my whiskey. How'd that work out? Not so well. Okay, because it has to be taxed. President Washington sent in troops to quell the uprising. 
That's how powerful well, they needed the Pennsylvania money. whiskey drinkers are. You have to beat us down with troops. George Washington had to come in and say. What about freedom, man? What about freedom? The, the new young country needed some tax money, some tax revenue to build the infrastructure tax of the country. Tax shitty things. Don't tax good oh things. People want good things. That's going to buy them. You get tax money off of them. Come on. 1843 on this day, England abolished slavery throughout its empire. Well, that's good. That is a good thing. 1867, blacks voted for the first time in a U.S. state election in Tennessee. Wow. In the South, anyway, in Tennessee. 1876, Colorado became the 38th state of this union. In 1889, on this day, it rained ants in Ooh, Strasbourg, what? Germany. Say what? It rained ants. It rained ants? Yes. How'd they get up there? Storm. You just picked them up and then dropped them? Dropped them. Wow. Raining down ants all over you. How's like that in your no, hair? I would not. I'd rather have frogs. Down your pants and stuff. No, give me frogs. Ants in your pants? Nope. Anyone? Oh, you can get them away. and be all crawling everywhere. Oh, that would suck. That would be awful. I do not want a downpour of ants. No, thank you. 1900, the very first Michelin Guide was published. Now, you've heard of the Michelin Stars. Are you familiar with the yeah, Michelin Star whole rating? restaurant rating system, right? Why such disdain in your it's voice? Fucking who gives a shit? Eat there, you who, like it. Who like fine dining yeah, care fine. about it? Yeah. Here's the thing, though. It's mm -hmm. all. It, it all started as a big con, of course, because the Michelin brothers, Edward and Andre, yeah, they were the guys who invented tires. So they published this hotel and restaurant reference guide to encourage more road travel and to boost tire sales. If they could tell you of this amazing restaurant that was across country, yeah, they were yeah. hoping people would hop in their jalopies right. and take the trip and then wear down their tires and have to buy new ones. Smart. Genius. Were they taking a little uh, on the side to get your, to get into the uh, magazine? No, it is, the it is rated it, it, on a strict policy. Okay. If you lose a Michelin star in a restaurant, it could be the downfall of a restaurant. Yeah. I wouldn't know or care. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> on the same in 1907, the Bank of Italy opened in San Francisco, later to become the Bank of America. Yeah, how about that? How about that? First time uh, middle-class Americans ever had banking services offered to them. It was largely unheard of in the early 1900s. You put your money in a jar under yeah, your bed. Only rich people had banking. Exactly. You know who's on the court already, Pence, here in the United States? GW. GW? George Washington? Oh, okay. oh. All right. <laughs> on this day in 1932, that quarter first went into circulation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who was on it before? Uh, it was uh, Chaplin. Charlie oh, Chaplin. I didn't know that. That's, yeah. that's interesting. 1941, the very first Jeep was produced on this day. The Jeep. The Jeep. I like the Jeep. I like a Jeep, too. Never had one, but I, I've rented one. They're, they're fun. They're fun to drive. They're fun. They're loud. Uh, they were, of course, the official car of the military for a long time because of their... Uh, because they were mad. Flexibility yeah. and their uh, their uh, versatility <laughs> right. and their indestructibility. They yeah. were they were built well. Right. You know where the Jeep name comes from? No. From Popeye, the cartoon Popeye. Oh, really? He has a pet called Eugene the Jeep. Yeah. And it is a, uh, a mystical creature who can walk through walls and move through dimensions and go anywhere. I'm not familiar with this character. Not familiar with the Jeep? No. Eugene the Jeep? No. And so he was so popular, Popeye was so popular during the, uh, the onset of the Second World War. And these vehicles were so versatile that they called them the Jeep because they could also hmm. go anywhere just like Popeye's pet. That's fascinating. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Uh, little's 14 cents a day, by the way. I just want to remind wow. people. You're getting that info. That's good knowledge. 1950, the American Bowling Congress ended ended its all-white male rule. The Bowling Congress? The American Bowling Congress. Like, you ever, like ABC. You ever see the ABC championships? Yeah, when but there's like a Congress with like elected representatives. Well, that's the name of their league, the uh, American Bowling Congress. And it conference. used to be an all-white, all-male policy right. to be a professional bowler. And that's, in 1950, they changed 1950. that. 1950? 1950. Okay. They were trying to preserve the purity of bowling. Of bowling? And now it's all higgledy-piggledy. <laughs> well, you think they wouldn't like it with the black ball knocking down the white pins. That's <laughs> true. They probably would be against, be against that. The, they would have switched the colors up a little bit. In 1957, the United States and Canada created the North American Air Defense Command, which now, of course, we know as? Nor something. You're getting there. Nor, nor warm. Nordak. <laughs> Norad. Morak. Norad. Mordok. Modok. It's Modok. <laughs> NORAD. NORAD. I Folks know who had Trey Santa Claus every yeah, year. Yeah. 1958, the U.S. first class postage stamp rose to four cents. Oh, my God. There should have been an uprising then. There should have been. How are you supposed to, how are you supposed to afford a stamp? 
four pennies four to send pennies. a letter across country. It's madness. 1960, an 18-year-old girl had her first recording session at Columbia Records in New York City on this day. Her name, Aretha Franklin, 18 years old, recording her first album. She recorded four tracks on this day in 1960, including this one. Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high. The land that I heard of once in a lullaby. 18 years old. Damn. Damn. That's crazy. Once in a lifetime talent, Jesus. that woman. Ridiculous. In 1961, San Francisco opened their new Hall of Justice. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. And that's where all the super friends would gather. Was it in San Francisco? In San Francisco. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, I guess it was. I remember thinking about it. No, it's not the Super Friends Hall of Justice. Well, where was it? The Hall of Justice? Oh, it was in Metropolis. It was in Metropolis, Metropolis right? So. Why was yeah. What's in San Francisco? Hall of the Hall of Justice, where they actually have the criminal court systems in the oh. buildings. It's the Hall of Justice. I'm getting there. confused with I, super Apparently people. you were. It's, well, I just this saw is that real life. Movie. This is real life. It all blurs together. It doesn't. It there's the a fantasy over here, and then there's real life over well, here. When you're it in, should actually, it should never blur when together. When you're in the midst of a 48-hour heart attack, it's all just blurring together. Maybe you're just having a stroke. I could be just stroking out slowly. 1964 on this day, America had a brand new number one single. It would last for weeks. It's been a hard day's night, and I've been working like a dog. 1970 on this day, the U.S. Grant Hotel was the home of the second ever San Diego Comic-Con on this day in the basement at the Grant Hotel. Oh, must have been fun back then. Second just ever, about just guys comics. with card tables with boxes of comic books People who on. just loved com comic books. I would like to travel back to those first few Comic-Cons and see must what that fun. was like. That would have been cool. Uh, speaking of the Beatles, in 1971, the birth of the Benefit Concert on this day. First time it had ever been done, and now they're so yeah. commonplace. But uh, George Harrison had a Benefit for the country of Bangladesh. It was a, uh, two shows took place on this day at Madison Square Garden. Harrison called out his high-profile musical friends. Bob Dylan performed. Ravi Shankar, the great uh, sitar player. Eric Clapton, Billy Preston, Leon Russell even called on his old Beatle pal Ringo to come out and do a number. Nineteen seventy-two, two guys named Bernstein and Woodward released a story in the Washington Post about this little break-in at a hotel called Watergate. Wow! Opened the floodgates to that scandal. Nineteen seventy-six, the Seattle Seahawks take the field for the first time in a preseason game versus the San Francisco 49ers. Hmm. Nineteen eighty-one, on this day, a basic cable channel called MTV premiered, changed music. Forever. I did. Do you remember the trivia question? What was the very first video ever aired on MTV? Yeah, the radio killed day? the video star, right? Oh. Or something like that? So close. What is it called? Video, video, killed, video killed the radio star. star. Video killed the radio star. Pictures came and broke your heart. Oh, I always liked that. I just got the words flipped you back. You did. George R.R. R. Martin published his fantasy novel, A Game of Thrones, on this day in 1996. Oh, heard of it. Mm -hmm. Also on this day, 1996, Dan O'Brien won the Decathlon Gold Medal at the Olympics, becoming the first American since Bruce Jenner to win that grueling event. Was that Dan and uh, the other guy? Remember they had that campaign? Yeah, Dan and Dave. Dan and Dave. Yeah, Dave didn't make the Olympics, though. Right. right. Something like that. 2005, Stieg Larsson, speaking of the Swedes, his novel, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, was published, first of a series of books, uh, published posthumously. Oh, that sucks. He died months prior oh. to the release of his book from a massive heart attack. Oh, he I... said his sternum was hurting him, oh. and then he just went down. Yeah, he just went. He ignored and, it, and he went. And his book was a bestseller, and he was never able to appreciate the success. I had to work on that book. That is cruel and inhuman. 
Speaking of the Swedes, on this day in 2018, the Swedish crown jewels were stolen in the middle of the day. Oh my God. In a daring raid on a Swedish cathedral, the thieves escaped by speedboat. Ooh. How cool is this? Very Bond-like. I want to see this movie. And on this day in 2020, the country of Egypt had to tell Elon Musk that its pyramids were not, in fact, built by aliens like he was supporting via Twitter in a conspiracy theory that, in fact, it was, they were built by a human being. Remember, like, five years ago, Elon Musk was supposed to be our save. Like, he was supposed to save the world. Who knew what a fucking clown he was? He's just man. a fucking dipshit. He really is. He was supposed to save the world with electric cars and battery-operated and and clean air and like he was supposed to save us he was going to be the the voice of reason yeah that led us to the promise now land. he's just another rich narcissistic fuckwad worse than many yeah wow it's crazy and all the money he has he can't get a nutritionist and a private trainer <laughs> i would be ripped. i'm the last person to mock someone's physical appearance i'm in not not in great shape but if i had his money i would be in great shape i would be in great shape because what do you have to do all day other than eat right and work out? You have someone who follows you around and makes you do it. <laughs> like, don't eat that, eat this. Spoon feeds you the right foods. Ugh. Crazy. All right. Speaking of foods, you know what we do at this point? We find a food related to this day in history, run it past Eddie Pence, seeing if he'd be willing to eat it, or maybe, in this case, stick it up his ass and pull it out. Yo! Today's food, he absolutely could do that, and, mm. in fact, it would be quite appropriate. Okay. I think. We'll run the food past him, and then we'll pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. The reels go round and round, and when they stop, if they match... Jackpot. That means Eddie is eating that food. However, if they're mismatched... <laughs> Eddie's not going to go for it. <laughs> On this day in 1932, in the UK, one of their staples when it comes to candy was unveiled. Okay. The Mars Bar. Weigh it up. What else gives you such value? Mars, with all the goodness of milk, glucose, sugar, and thick, thick chocolate. Big bar enjoyment and big bar value. Weigh it up. A Mars a day helps you work, rest, and play. A Mars a day helps you work, rest, and play. What? That's their slogan? You heard them. <laughs> if, you, if you want to rest or work or play, eat a Mars bar. you got to eat a Mars bar every wow. day. Glucose. It gives you all the glucose. You shouldn't eat a Mars bar every day. Oh, sure you should. The Mars bar <laughs> is, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a cousin to the American Milky Way bar, basically. It is nougat and caramel coated with milk chocolate. In fact, the man who created it, Forrest Mars, was the son of American candy maker Frank Mars. Uh, Frank released the Milky Way in the United States, uh, making his own way in the candy business. Forrest went to the UK and developed the similar Mars bar. Uh, here, the Mars bar had takes on a completely different meaning because when the two companies merged, they released a Mars bar here in the United States. It's similar, but it also includes uh, almonds as well. Yeah. But that's not the o nuts in it. It's not the OG Mars bar. So uh, Eddie Pence, basically, we're talking about the Milky Way bar with a few uh, minor adjustments. Is that something Eddie Pence would like to eat? Every day, so he now, is could it, work, rest, and play. Is it the original Mars bar that's like a Milky Way, or is it the Milky Way, or is it the Mars bar with the nuts? No, we're not doing the American Mars so bar. We're doing in 1932 in Slough okay. in the UK. 1932, the original Mars bar was launched on this day. Is this something Eddie Pence wants to eat? Let's find out by pulling that handle. Here we go. One Mars, two Mars, three Mars bars. Up and down. I don't. Lick it. No. Lick the tip of the Mars bar and put it in and out, in and out, in and out. No, I don't in and out it. I just bite it. Go away. Pull your pants up and go away. Wow. Jackpot liked that. Fuck, man. That idea. Yeah, I knew you'd need a Mars bar. Yeah. I do prefer them more with the almonds in them. Do you? Yeah. I'm not a big Milky Way bar fan. I like the nuts. Like a Snickers bar. <laughs> I like nuts. <laughs> well, uh, I would prefer it with the nuts in it. Than would you really? Yes. Hmm. But I'd still eat a Milky Way bar. Or original Mars bar. I'm, uh, I'm surprised to hear that. Why? 
I like, I like. I didn't think you like mixing things. I could imagine nuts in your chocolate uh, bar would be a thing. I don't that mind you'd nuts like. in the chocolate. Depends on the nut, but yeah, I don't mm. want pecans in there. <laughs> huh. Hey, I peed off to you all time. Put my thumb in my ass too. <laughs> Just surprised. Didn't see that coming. Eddie, Mongo Eddie. Mongo Eddie. All right. Well, that's a way to start the week. Eddie Pence eating the food. Very nice in this day in history. I pity the fool who ain't been schooled by Ralph recently. He's dropping college-level knowledge with such accuracy. It got my head spinning faster than a drunk Eddie. And I'm rocking the back and track with a rap like a bad celebrity. I hope Cooperman loves my beats, because that rhymes with LMB. And that's a wrap for the Ralph Report today in history. 15 cents a day, y'all. Now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Well, Eddie Pence wasn't the only person going to see the DC League of Super Pets this weekend. $23 million opening weekend made it the number one film at the box office. Oh, wow, knocked off Nope, huh? It did. Second weekend for Nope brought in $18.5 million, giving that film a 10-day total of over $80 million. The film only cost $68 million, so it's going to turn a a solid theatrical profit. It is a fun movie. Marvel's Thor Love and Rockets came in third with $13 million in its fourth weekend, just passing the $300 million domestic mark in terms of box office. Minions, The Rise of Gru was fourth, and Top Gun Maverick still hanging in there in the top five as it reaches $650 million in domestic box office totals. Sad news over the weekend, we lost... Star Trek actor Nichelle Nichols has passed away at the age of 89. Famous, of course, for playing Lieutenant Uhura on that TV yeah, series. It sucks. She was a pioneer in so many ways. The first African-American woman to have a recurring lead role on a television series. Famously, of course, her and her Star Trek co-star William Shatner shared the first interracial on-screen kiss on television. She was inspirational for many women to get involved in... Uh, STEM, as they call it now, the sciences, and uh, many of the women involved in the space program said they were inspired by seeing Lieutenant Uhura on the bridge of the Enterprise. And, of course, African Americans also were inspired by her example. So much so, famously, there's that story where she was going to leave the series because she wasn't pleased with their workload. She wasn't given enough to do, in her opinion. And a fan came to her and said, you have to stay on that show because you're an inspiration to so many African American girls. And that fan was Dr. Martin Luther King. Oh, wow. And he convinced her to stay on the series. Can't imagine it take much convincing. I can't imagine it would either. <laughs> uh, charming, lovely lady passed away at the age of 89. And we lost another big talent. I think this woman is terrific, and most people never knew how great she was until she made her groundbreaking performance in The Little Mermaid, voicing Ursula, the uh, evil witch who takes the voice away from The Little Mermaid, Pat Carroll who was a very talented Broadway stage performer, but also did a ton of television as well. Still best known for playing Ursula in the 1989 hit Disney film. And if you listen to this performance, hell, I think this movie in general is one of the great musicals of all time. But Pat Carroll's performance as Ursula is inspired. Here's a little bit of that work. Poor unfortunate souls in pain, in need. This one longing to be thinner, that one wants to get the girl, and do I help them? Yes, indeed. So good. Yes. Super talented. Um, we found out yesterday that he still got it. Use your wrestling pal. Ric Flair. Ric Flair. And we had this argument on the show when he announced at the age of 104. 73. He was going to get back into the 73. ring. 73. And I was like, I hope he wins. And you're like, you can't win it because you got to go down on the loser. You Everybody, go out on your back, Everybody man. goes down on each other at the end of the match or something. down on each other. So what happened? He Ric won. Flair wins. He won. He got the, he got the pinfall. That is a better story. That's because well, he's I'm 73 you. and it's a one-off and there's no storyline there. That was my point when we first talked about it. And you said, no, he's got to lose because well, you got to go out on your back. He lost his original retirement match in 2008 or 9 because he had to go out on his back, story-wise. Well, apparently he doesn't have to go well, out on his back he's 73 now. and he had some brass knuckles and he hit Jeff Jarrett, put him in a figure four and won the match. That's how it should be, whatever <laughs> those words mean. <laughs> And speaking of things from the 80s coming back, Max Headroom being rebooted. How about that? That seems like something from the 80s that should stay in the 80s. I would tend to agree. 
Because just the, the look of it and the feel of it, it's just, it's it belongs in 1985. I hear you, brother, but they're bringing it back. AMC Networks is bringing back Max Headroom. I'm just happy it's starring Matt Frewer again. He's playing the role again. That's great. So good for but him. It just seems weird. Yeah. Because at the time, it's like, oh, a uh, computer-generated character. Right. How novel. How, how crazy is that? And it would have that? hiccups and skip and all that stuff. He's he's not even real. He's computer-generated. Of course, he was real and he was wearing makeup. But still, right. the idea that you could just generate a character right. animated by computers, that's, that's stuff right. of science fiction. So how are they going to explain it away now? I don't know. And it has Oh, here's a guy and he's computer generated. Unless he's just very outdated and he's trying to cling to relevance. Maybe. Maybe he's a time traveler. Yeah. So. Everything goes around, comes around. Ooh. Oh. Doctor's going nuts for Matt, Max Headroom. <laughs> Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on August 1st. Singer Joe Elliott of Def Leppard is 63 years old today. has changed the lyrics to that song to pour some Metamucil on me at the age of 63. Tempest Bledsoe, who played oh, Vanessa yeah. on The Cosby Show. She's 49. Oh, my God. One of Cosby kids is 49. Wow. Michael Penn, brother of Sean, very talented singer-songwriter, is 64. Director Sam Mendes, who gave us American Beauty and Skyfall, one of my favorite Bond films. He's 57 today. Rapper Chuck D of Public Enemy is 62. Fight the power! Fight the power! Fight the power! We've got to fight the power, Jeffy! You gotta fight the power. You gotta fight it, man. Fight it with Hard. all you have. Fight it like Ric Flair. With brass knuckles. Hit it with brass knuckles. <laughs> Put it in the shamrock Figure hold. four, not figure the shamrock four. hold. The figure four leg Order. lock. Very painful. I'll put you in it one day. Four-leaf clover. Very painful. Jason Momoa, Aquaman himself, is 43 years old. Rapper Coolio is 59. <laughs> And Adam Duritz, lead singer for Counting Crows, turns 58. Mr. Joel and me tell each other fairy tales. I'm women. She's looking at you. Oh, no, no, she's looking at me. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now I have been looking forward to this for the past hour. My mm. mouth is actually... Ugh salivating really we are going to sip cold frosty coffee ice cream milkshakes now is it just coffee ice cream you're making a milkshake or did you make this with like coffee grounds and shit <laughs> yes you'll there'll be floating pieces of coffee grounds <laughs> in it. i'm making my own special recipe right. which is by the way legendary oh. so you're getting pretty much the best coffee I didn't know this was milkshake you could have for you okay. my love of coffee my love of coffee ice cream Ugh. and my love of milkshakes Ugh. have all it's a perfect storm come together in this one perfect moment. <laughs> People have been enjoying coffee ice cream, Eddie Pence, yeah. since, oh, I don't know, the 1700s. Oh, since there was ice cream? Yes. Mm. The gelato, of course, who was uh, credited by Bernardo Buontalenti mm -hmm. in the 16th century in Florence. Yeah. He, one of his first flavors, coffee not the first probably vanilla or one chocolate. of his one of his first flavors in the 1770s giovanni bassiolo made his success in new york selling semi-frozen coffee and milk products that were made popular in genoa when he came over to the united states mm -hmm. giovanni bassiolo said hey i'm gonna make you some but it's so good you're gonna taste the coffee you're gonna taste the cream you're gonna taste the sugar it's gonna be so good in your mouth you're gonna make a love to your tongue what Making, you heard me. I'm making love to my tongue. Yeah, you are. Tongue make love to me. Uh, and in 1869, coffee ice cream was the fad. It became a sensation as a rich cold dessert was made up of coffee, milk, egg, and whipped cream. Oh, man, that sounds good. It doesn't. 
1919, it first appeared in American Cookbook, How to Make Your Own Coffee Ice Cream. Ever since then, people have adored it so much. Just, okay. I'm gonna I'll have you know, it. Eddie Pence, a percentage of Americans claim that coffee is their favorite flavor of ice cream. Oh, it's so weird. It's 4%, but still, that's yeah, a percentage. Yeah, 4%. That's a percentage. That's not a percentage. It is a percentage. It's fucking 4%. It's time. You ready? No. It's Munchin' Monday. Munchin' Mondays. It's a fun day. And it's happening on the Ralph Report. Munchin' Mondays. Eddie's fun day. Will he vomit all over the floor? I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. I did the, the thought of it makes me sick. The testicles are just all... For you two, three, and four-star generals who like to watch Munchin' Monday, there it is, freshly blended, a batch of the patented Ralph Garman hmm. coffee ice cream milkshake. And I'll like, give you the recipe. Legendary. It's legendary. People dig it so much. What makes it so special? I'm going to tell you in a bit. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> I don't know if I want to drink it until I know what's in it. Or yeah. fucking load of Ralph in there. I don't need that. You need some creamy goodness. <laughs> you, need, you need essence of Ralph to make it. Truly a Ralph concoction. You gotta make sure you get some ice cream. Very clumpy. Yeah. Well, I because I had to sit for a minute while we got everything fired up here on the recording. Full. So all right. Well, you're gonna want more. Am I? Yes. Mm. All right. There it is to celebrate last. Oh my god, that's really strong coffee. It's not. Don't be such a weenie. I'm not a weenie. <sighs> you're gonna it drink this like coffee. And you're gonna love it so much that your <sighs> pants are gonna bulge. Ready? The old pants bulger. That's what they call this mixture. All right. Here we Cheers. Go. Here we go. Oh, my God. It just fucking tastes like cold coffee. It doesn't. Oh, my oh. God. It's so good. That is delicious. Oh, I just, I hate the Come taste of on. coffee. It tastes like an ice cream, like a good milkshake that someone ruined by putting coffee into it. A piece of plastic in here that can't be is good, that your right? secret recipe plastic what if something broke inside the blender oh that's great in the midst of a heart attack and now you're trying to put plastic into me <laughs> well just chew it carefully oh my god oh my god mm. i can't that's isn't coffee. that good no it tastes like coffee it's so creamy and delicious the the texture and the temperature are on point. Mm. It's the taste I can't stand. Mm. For those of you like want to make this fucking at home, coffee. Oh, you got to brew some coffee ahead of time. Let it sit and get room temperature. Mm. Then you get your favorite coffee ice cream. Oh. So your coffee, coffee. It's double coffee. You put a little extra coffee in there, yeah, because you want to get the the caffeine kick as well too. Oh, that's Tom the only Ian. reason to drink this is for the caffeine. Kick. You get the uh, favorite coffee ice cream. You put it uh, three quarters of the way with milk till uh -huh. it almost covers the ice cream. Then you put a splash of the coffee on top of it for the rest of it till it reaches the top of the ice cream. And my secret ingredient, a little splash of uh, maple syrup on there. And some plastic. Apparently. And apparently something. <laughs> and a big pen. I thought I heard something rattling while I was blending it. Yeah, and then you didn't want to stop the machine? Well, we got a show to do, man. Show must go on. <laughs> I wonder what that is. Oh, that's, that. that's a large piece of plastic. Yeah, something. Well, yeah, that's uh, not we'll good. We'll find out well, what it passes. The base of your thing is black. Yeah, but I don't think that would have... Uh, it's a black piece of plastic. ...broken off. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get any. We'll do some research. I feel gypped. Maybe at the bottom. It's like right. a prize. In oh, yeah, there is a piece. Is there? There's a black piece in the bottom there. Yeah, yeah. I got more to mine, too. Well, <laughs> that's, that's an extra bonus you get here. It's like boba, but plastic chunks. That's the extra special ingredient. Get one of those big straws so you can get the chunks out of the I'm bottom. I'm glad we didn't use straws. That would have gone right down your esophagus. <laughs> well, leave out that ingredient, but put everything else in. And you too can have this delicious, oh. and turns out crunchy, <laughs> shake. Mm. Oh. Mm. You getting more plastic? Mm -mm. Don't choke yourself. <laughs> How can I get off if I don't choke myself? That's it, kids, for today's Munchin' Monday. 
It's just another munching Monday. Eating is fun day. Maybe something yeah. on a fun day. I hope I don't get the runs day. It's just another munching Monday. Yeah. So literally, your your blender is coming apart. Are you choking? <coughs> Stop drinking this milkshake. I think I have to. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lot of chunks of plastic. That's more chunks of plastic than a milkshake should have. <laughs> in my in my experience, I like my. Uh, you like two parts plastic. I like my milkshake with almost no black plastic in them. <laughs> Wow. I swallowed a little piece of black plastic. Because you kept drinking the thing. Because it's so good. Oh, my God. What could that be? I It's got to be part of the blender. Yeah, I got to break down the blender and see what happened. <laughs> All right. Well, kids, I hope I'll be with you tomorrow. Me too. Oh, by the way, for those folks who are surprised that I am here today, despite what I was saying last week, yeah. I just wanted to announce that I did, in fact, win a portion of the Mega Millions jackpot. Oh, you jackpot, did? Okay. But I opted to come and do the show well, that's so anyway. That's so big of you. So. So big of you. Just because I did actually win a portion of that jackpot. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to keep uh, keep showing up. Enough anyway. to buy a new blender? I made that choice. No, not that much. <laughs> $8. I won $8. Okay, well, there you go. the jackpot. So. I decided not to retire on that. <laughs> so I'll be back tomorrow unless a piece of black plastic gets wow. jammed in. Too large. It looks like shark's teeth. Yeah. I don't think I swallowed one that big. Oh, sir. No, I think it was much smaller. Uh, I'll let you know tomorrow as things pass exactly what comes out wow. of mm. it. Wow. I did feel good down, though. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow, kids. But in order for that to happen, you got to take care of yourself. Don't drink plastic. Yeah. Between you and me. Very bad. Stay good in the hood. Because. Life is life. We want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. So take care of yourselves, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Until tomorrow, please know I love you. I mean it. Bye. Ha-ha. So-ha. Ha-ha. Got it. Ha-ha. Bye-bye. Take a better dance now. Bye, Menon.